The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. And I'm the baby New Year ghost. Welcome, baby New Year. I'm the ghost of the baby New Year, apparently. Oh, no. The New Year is already dead. Sometimes. Long live the New Year. When I try to do, like, an impression, mm-hmm. it almost always comes out ghost. And I think that probably explains, like, a lot of shit about A, me, and B, this podcast. That's Griffin. He's our baby brother. Hi. And this is 20 forward. We made it. Yep. 20 dirt got pretty um, tazy there at the end. I was a little yeah. worried about whether or not we we're going to be able to forward that there stream. But we made mm-hmm. it. And we didn't lose we any through. supplies. Nope. I rung in the new year. I don't know what you guys did. I rung in the new year at a castle in the center of Ohio mm-hmm. while I was trying to solve a murder mystery Which clues. Is, I didn't know... That that was like a like a fucking like castle-y. Was did did was there medieval times not the like the actual time not the restaurant in Ohio like mm-hmm. were there were there sieges? Yeah. It's all in the Book of Mormon, Griffin. I guess <laughs> were, there, were there dragons and squires and blacksmiths and shit like? In, so you're under the impression that dragons were a, a part of medieval history. Because I, I, I guess I just kind of thought that, like, Ohio missed out on that. I could maybe see, like, New Hampshire, like... No, it just it just cycled later. Like, our, uh, here in Ohio, our Middle Ages happened about two years ago. Yeah, because I was there for that shit. Thanks, Yeah, Batavia. and then, then you left, and then it was the Dark Ages for about a year and a half. Because I we left? we just found medicine. Yeah, mm. you took it with you. Oh, Trav, wait till you guys get to the Renaissance. Yeah? Gonna be a lot of naked lady pictures. Mm, just nice. warning you. Yummy. Heads up. Yummy. I did, uh, I did karaoke for my New Year's Eve, which was fun. They had Auld Lang Syne in the book, um, uh, and it was there was just a lot of cheer. There was a lot of uh, opening of our private booth doors. Timing, that's a nightmare, though, right? You put it in, and it pops up at 1030. <laughs> like, hey, this no, is gonna seem... talking about a private booth. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a total request live situation. Whoa, look so at, you were able to do, like, at, karaoke and, like, strip at the same time. Biggie Smalls over here with his own private booth. It was Did like... You get some crystal? It was like $6 an hour. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> it was not. There were no, like fondant fountains it was it was a six dollar an hour karaoke korean karaoke place you know the golden corral now has three fountains uh chocolate white chocolate and caramel really hey hey i got a brown rib but i want to put it in chocolate but also caramel okay i'm i i want to be say i'm actually amazed that there's not more that there's not also like a butter fountain and like a nacho cheese fountain and like a gravy fountain and like a cookie fountain. No, there's a like great a sprinkles <laughs> fountain. There's a, a gravy hose. Fountain. There's a gravy hose. Uh, <laughs> step on up. And then there's the cookie trough. Uh huh. Yeah, their their newest ads are just step on up, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> just gravy give hose. in. Turn it on. Shut it down. <laughs> um. 
How have the first five days of the year been for y'all? Yeah, my uh, favorite thing is seeing on Facebook, and it, it apparently our standards as a society have become so little to establish whether a year was good or not. When it's like, woke up and put on my slippers, 2014's looking good so far. I mean, I it's guess like, like you haven't like nobody's come up and like punched you in the in the taint. Like uh, put on my <laughs> put on my slippers. They were scorpion free, <laughs> smooth right. sailing. Keep so far, so good. I just hate to be with that person that one day they're like, went to get the peanut butter, we were out of smooth and only had crunchy left. Fuck 2014. Fuck 2014. You, you fuck 12 hours in. It's already the worst year ever. If it keeps up at this pace. Let's, uh, let's help some people. I'm ready. I'm in good shape for it. 20 forward. Here we go. First question, 20 forward. Is this. I'm relatively in shape and enjoy running. Well, well, well. Well, lardy dar, lardy dar. Look at me. I'm fit, Dan. I'm the Robinson. running man. I'm the running man. I love it. Uh, I typically run an hour a day. Oh, well, well, well. But have found that listening to music just doesn't cut it for me. I really enjoy singing along. I found it makes running more fun, and singing in general makes me a happier person. Is this a bad thing to do? I get embarrassed very little. Uh, and I am not looking for attention here, but I'm curious if you think it's rude to others to run by the, them singing Skater Boy. That being said, I think it's far more ridiculous to go from full out singing to nothing as soon as I see someone, <laughs> as it looks like I'm embarrassed. The very Doppler effect is, ah, ah, he's just a skater. See you later, boy. Um, outside, running only, uh, sing as one would sing in the shower or car. And I try to censor myself. Is there a, are there a lot of swears in Skater Boy? He's a fucking <laughs> skater boy. I love his skater dick. What? <laughs> Ladies. What is a skater dick? <laughs> From piping and pits. It's like a regular dick, but he has one of those little uh, finger flip skateboards that they sold at Toys R Us for a while. He, and he a tiny helmet. Mm -hmm. He only wears Vans condoms on it. Like, I, I hey, do you want to have sex? I can't. My dick's at Warp Tour. Shit. Again? <laughs> I met this crazy, this crazy cool lunge lady. She's totally <laughs> rad. Lineup sucks this year, but he's, he'll have fun. It's more about like the experience. There's a really easy solution to this. If you're gonna say don't sing, like no, no, you, no. Can you tell oh, a bird God, to not sing? No, God, no. You have to do Queen's "Don't Stop Me Now" on repeat. I like and that, make actually. and then make eye contact with everyone you pass and like kind of maybe do like finger points, and then they're like, "Am I stuck in a music video and I didn't know it?" And then they'll think, "Well, I don't." If he he, I, am I stopping him now? I really don't want to be. He's been to. very I'm clear so, about sir, that. I'm sorry. I don't want to salt your running game. Come back. Um, but then the twist there is by calling out after him, they stop and they're like, what? And like, oh shit, I stopped him now. Fuck. Also, I imagine you have headphones on. I I hope you're not just like fucking carry on, carrying like a, a, a boom slammer. What are those things called? Boom slammers. Sl boom slammers, yeah. Carrying a boom slammer with you as it's, you run. It's like a jail for your booms. It's a it's a boom slammer that you have like strapped to your arm with one of those little iPod armbands. Uh huh. Um, and you're just like you just like bringing your tunes with you that way because nobody sounds as good as they think they do singing while they're wearing. Well, I mean, like I earbuds. Hey, big ups to you, uh, uh, for being able to both run and have the extra lung capacity to to like here's the skater boy he says see you later boy that has been good enough for oh god not an amateur move god i gotta tell you from an outside observer's perspective like 
it, it, it wouldn't be a situation of like if, so, if somebody was running towards me in the streets, like shrieking Avril Lavigne, it wouldn't be a situation of, oh, that person's so weird. It would be like, I'm, I am genuinely feared, fearful for my life right now. I genuinely, okay, that would, I need to be in a different place in this place right now. That's a cross the street situation. Like I, that I, would make my day. Are you kidding me? Think, ju- you not- said that, Justin, you're saying that in like, in, in to like goof. Actually think about a person running towards you singing a song while they're running towards you as fast as they can for fitness. Okay, Here's, why am I why am I at the track? That's the first thing I got to know. Are they are they at the track? Well, you're at the running track, right? No. Around the no, no, no. park. See, sometimes people just like run on the street where people like walk to go are, to the store. Are there dogs chasing them? You were walking to HEB to pick up a flick at the red box. And then all of a See, sudden I think, somebody's fucking running down down Guadalupe at you on the same side I of the think, street singing a song. I think that's very rude. When people jog past my house, I feel like they're having a parade for themselves. Like, yes, okay, you're running, everyone sees you. Oh, what if you just join a parade? Oh, oh, you could mask your, uh, you could just stick to only, like, running with things that make noise, like run next to an ice cream truck. That would look good. I think Travis is suggesting what if there were events or circumstances, like a parade, but in, instead of like floats and stuff, it was just like a bunch of people running like a long distance. What if like we could, what if like we invented that? Like a bunch of people all running down the street and it would like, here's the thing though, here's the best part about it. It would block traffic for normal people mm-hmm. and it would be like pretty annoying in big cities. There now Griffin, I is... feel like you're doing a marathon goof, but what if you did that, but the whole marathon was like a giant choir? It was a big sing-along. Well, actually, I was just actually picturing in my head. Can you imagine doing a 5K? Well, no, but I can't. But can you imagine doing a 5K? But, like, as soon as it starts, there's a guy just like, islands in the stream, and that is what we are. And then God, there's also a woman like, jogging next to him, harmonizing. Belong to each other. Uh-oh. That would help me set my pace ahead of those people. Mm-hmm. Just got to keep ahead of them. Because um, you can't afford to have douche chills in a long run, you got to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, I clamping. I would suggest maybe like if like you are instinctively singing along with the song, listen to some like non non lyrical shit. But then like there's nothing stopping you from like when you're listening to like I don't know. Let me think of a non lyrical song real quick. The Seinfeld theme song. <laughs> Just running down the street like. <laughs> I I would say that what I love about this question is that they're not worried about looking weird. They're worried about seeming rude, which I think is so considerate that you're missing. I don't think it's rude at all. I don't think anyone's going to see you running past and go, how rude. I think they're going to go, I need to get inside. Uh, I need to get somewhere safe behind uh, a threshold. Well, this is the thing, though, about uh, I think there's a law of like, if you... There's momentum impacts the your your value of a crazy person, right? So mm-hmm. if you are, how often do you run into that situation? I are you saying like, well, you get into an elevator and it's like, oh, what are we stuck in here for? And then it turns out the person's, you know, talking to a corn dog or something. <laughs> Happened, <laughs> or maybe you're just trying to use the bathroom with Cracker Barrel. And a weird guy comes up and shows you uh, his nipple through the crack in the door. Maybe that happened to you once. I guess I'm just like uncomfortable with the crazy terminology. I prefer maybe eccentrics. Yeah. Okay. He was an eccentric, an eccentric gentleman who showed, showed me his, you nipple his eccentric the crack. nipple. His eccentric. Was the nipple eccentric or was it pretty like? 
cut and dry. Had he uh, drawn a little winking smiley face on it? No, it's just a regular nipple. Oh, okay. It was super upsetting. I actually want to talk about anything else. Okay. Uh, <laughs> here's another question. Recently, I had my vehicle stolen, which really bummed me out. I was wondering if you guys had any advice on things to do for a good cheer-up session, and that's from Canadian Couldn't Car. Get justice. Like hunt the person Get down. Justice. Oh, the only for every that's... car stolen from you, you must steal ten other cars. Well, no, that's opposite of justice. That's well, then it balances out. You got to uh, pay it forward. I never saw the movie, but One I. One of these days, the that... three of us need to sit our asses, or sit our fat asses down, and watch fucking pay it forward, so we can like <laughs> reference this film in a way that makes sense. You know, once you've if something is stolen from you, the only like reasonable response is to try to fill the hours that that thing would have filled for you in, in, with justice, like trying to pursue justice. That's how Batman, Bruce Wayne became Batman is because once his parents were dead, you know that fool wasn't going to go to school anymore. Mm-hmm. Who's going to make him nobody? So he decided to just stay home, become Batman. He had That'd a lot a of great free time. great twist on Batman if like, he was the world's greatest <laughs> detective and crime fighter and also illiterate and couldn't do his timetable. Completely so, illiterate. So, so <laughs> Batman, to solve my latest riddle, you have to write in cursive. Wait a minute. Oh, no. No, no, absolutely not. Can I help you there? Hey, Alfred, could you come here and sign this check for me? Thank you. Please. It's for a billion dollars for cancer research. I wrote Batman. I think. I wrote Batman, but the N, I did it in big block letters, and the N's backwards. I don't think they'll take that, because my bank account's not under Batman. (sighs) Alfred, what's three times two? (laughs) Quit laughing, you old fuck. (laughs) Stop it. Um... And that'd, be, that'd be really frustrating for the Joker because all the jokes would go over his head. <laughs> They've all got like hi- historical punchlines. You'll be fiddling like Nero when what are you I saying? Don't, I don't, you I do not I don't follow. Mad Hatter. We, yeah, like what? What's a Mad Hatter? You know, for the about Hatter. punching some more. I know about punching. And the the, uh, the the villain he's most impressed by is Clock King because he can tell time. Like wow. <laughs> That You're is not something. using digital or anything. <laughs> I'm super intimidated by you, Clock King. Um, uh, but on the real side, uh, I just go uh, like buy a bunch of stuff on Amazon. Usually does it for me. He's got to save money for a car, though. He can't buy anything. No. You don't really need a car. You could go just test drive cars all day and then not buy one. Well, that's... Just that's, to, just to kind of get your fix. I mean, because like, if you're really like jonesing for a car ride... Oh, could you live next door to an auto dealership and use that to get around town? <laughs> hey, I will have this back to you, my man, but I gotta hit up GoMart. Um, that, but is, there's no situation more stressful than test driving a car. So I don't think that would be, like, especially, I don't think that would, like... Okay, so maybe, like, maybe like smoke a little weed first, just to really uh, even it out. Go. And then go test drive a couple cars. Cut that it's fresh with a little hashish. I was shocked when they, when I test drove, we bought, we bought a car, uh, like, six months or so ago. I was shocked that they just let us drive it. Like, I've been driving for 15 years, but suddenly I was terrified about my ability to operate a motor vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I had See, forgotten that happened, everything. That happened when Teresa and I bought the Matrix, and I... I Great, I, great I, I was. I, much, I, I don't think that... like, for a second, like... I don't, know. I don't think that franchise has a lot of legs on it <laughs> still. I don't think Gianna's it's a great burned pick. me before. I, don't, I just don't know. I'm so indecisive. I love Lawrence Fishburne, though. Shit. <laughs> but when we Everybody's the... talking about Who's this. Who's this Carrie Ann Moss? I don't know her. That, that might be an adventure. Fun acting adventure. I always love finding new actresses I love. Ah, eh, let's give it a shot. 
It's got guns on the this box. This is great. How bad be? Let's get the other two right away. Sign unseen. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. God. Shit. Should fuck. Should have rotten tomatoes. Those got me again, Keanu. Fuck. Yeah, buy the first one. You'll love the other two. You won't love the other two. I shouldn't even like bother finishing the story now, should I? Nah, it didn't sound like it was going anywhere like great. You guys want Yahoo? Yep. Are you eating you something? You eating some food? No. <laughs> I can hear you quietly, guiltily crunching. I thought you guys would be riffing for a while. <laughs> In my defense, I thought that goof had better legs on it. That's my fault. Um, this Yahoo was uh, sent in by uh, somebody anonymous. It was like, I got it from like a Yahoo Answers referral service. And I assume that like somebody sent it in through that service and not that like Yahoo is like gone self-aware. Because um, man, if Yahoo knew how much we'd made fun of it. Uh, anyway, it's asked by Yahoo Answers user Flan- Flandre Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Who asks? Why doesn't the penis gain fat? Good question. It just hit me suddenly. That's it. We gotta eat the right foods. You're suggesting that there are foods you can eat. Just so Mm -hmm. I'm clear, Mm -hmm. that specifically, like, I guess it makes sense because you eat, like, a a big burger, and you're like, oh, this is going straight to my hips. You're Mm -hmm. saying there's a way that there's, like, dick smart bombs Mm -hmm. in food form. It's where there's originals. This whole time. You yep. couldn't have picked a more upsetting. <laughs> you picked. You're saying like grandpa's preternaturally fat dicks. <laughs> the fattest dicks. <laughs> you're making me think right now of every Werther's commercial I've ever seen where a kindly silver haired uh, septuagenarian has a little kid on his lap, which is amazing that he has room for anything on that lap. <laughs> Other what than the fat dick? his enormous, not enormous. We should we should be careful with the vernacular here because we're not talking about like a, a huge, a huge hog in the typical. No, not, <laughs> no, not like impressive a, anyway. Just horrifying. Yeah, like a fleshy Campbell's can just there. It looks at it. You look at it, which you don't want to be doing anyway. But you are looking at it, and you think to yourself like, that dick looks out of shape. That's one flabby wiener. That's why old people always get offended if you take one of the Werther's out of their candy dish. Like, oh, it's nature's Viagra. Be careful. No, it's not nature's now. Viagra because it doesn't make. <laughs> I don't want to get like gross or blues this soon into twenty four, but it doesn't like get you hard. It doesn't get you. Doesn't get you. Sw- if anything, swole. it gets you softer. It gets you. It gets you pudgier a bit. <laughs> pudgier. Just a little bit around the middle. It gets you swole. In a bad way. <laughs> the, and long, the problem the, is after that, if you don't keep it up, you end up with stretch marks. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't with this. I can't do this with you. Okay, let's... Because I just it, mean if you don't have a constant source of Werther's, it deflates back weird. Sure. It deflates Like Like, it deflates like Fat Bastard in, at the end of the Austin Powers movies, where he's got the weird flaps of skin. Are you, like, imagining this? No, this is a scene. Okay, let's let's fucking jump as fast as we can away from this topic of A, visualizing fat dicks, and B, making any Austin Powers references. Justin, okay. that's going to sound like it's your cue to do your thing. <laughs> to do both simultaneously. Um, why doesn't the penis gain fat? 
It just hit me suddenly, Flandre Scarlet said. <laughs> now finish your short story. I think it's because it's all bone. Mm-hmm. Now, Justin has been pushing this theory for a long time. I don't know if Sydney has been a co-conspirator in this, but uh, she should really she's know. She's probably better. my biggest detractor. Okay, good. Because, like, she's a goddamn doctor. Like, I think it actually breaks the Hippocratic Oath to suggest that there's a bone that lives in your penis. Um, Justin's been pushing this theory about penis bone for a long, long time. Some animals have a penis bone. That's true. Um, Humans are one of them. That part, I have a little bit of a problem. Justin, do you have any kind of medical science to back that up? Boners. Boners, okay. The word, the word, the word boners. Of course, that being said, the word chubby has recently taken on an entirely, like, dis, like, it's not a good word anymore. Like, it was a great word before. Like, it was the medically accepted word. Just get your uh, chubby out and uh, let's take a look at it. (laughs) I am a chubby doctor. <laughs> no, no, not a fat doctor. No, a chubby no, no. doctor. You don't understand. Like a proctologist. Yeah, yeah, a chubby doctor. Um, uh, why doesn't it game fat? I don't. A penis bone is called a baculum, which a is Scott so baculum. is so close to Scott Bakula that it. He's actually the only human being with a penis bone. That makes sense to me a lot. Do you mm-hmm. want me to ask Sydney real quick? Yeah, I'll yeah. Just ask her. Okay, hold on. But I want to hear it. Hey, Sydney. Yeah. I said, why doesn't the penis gain fat? Why doesn't the penis get fat? She says Jesus. I'll take it. I'm not sure she's a good doctor anymore. I, I, I really wanted a more thorough explanation than that. Wait, hold on. Was, was it an exasperated Jesus, or is she implying that Jesus' no, power she's, stops? She's implied that Jesus was the one that makes it so your penis has to I get think, fat. I think she is trying to... Uh, she heard you ask that question and thought, this is a great topic for a Sawbones episode. And now she's mm. trying to fucking... She is trying to hold on to this podcast comedy and use it for her own thing. I uh, Justin... Your marriage is tearing our brotherhood apart. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We had a good run, though, didn't we? Who, you yeah. and your wife or you and your two brothers? Time to pick. Yeah, this is it. This is when you pick. I pick Jesus. Uh, Reese, okay, so I got another question for you guys. You want to hear it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys. Quick question. Been married for over a decade now. In the past few years, I've really come out as a geek girl. For example, I enjoy playing D&D, watching Firefly, debating. Hey, listen, we know what geeks are, okay? covered we got that covered but my husband doesn't appreciate my geekdom and makes fun of me making me feel immature and less of a woman sure he does appreciate the occasional star trek episode but he draws the line allowing me to attend a con my question is should i just go back into the closet and try to suppress my geek urges what can i do to help him realize how lucky he is and let me explore this side of me that's from sexy geek girl uh, man the, i gotta tell you like we we have talked about the idea of um self-identity based on uh, cultural consumption and how most of the time that is not like the the healthiest thing not that like we're, we're shaming those proclivities at all because Christ knows we've got them yes. um, but the terminology of the 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 phrase um, allowing me to attend a con gives yeah. me the gives me the royal skeevers you, you, you know here's the thing in my opinion people that 
tr- make fun of or make people that enjoy things like this feel less is because they themselves are afraid to allow themselves to wholeheartedly love something that much. Yeah. You know, if mm. you see someone make fun of like someone at a Star Trek convention, I doubt that it has anything personal to do with that person so much as they're looking at someone unabashedly loving something and it scares them. Something that I've had to had to keep in mind throughout my marriage, which isn't as long as yours, but it's getting there. Um, uh, Sydney can appreciate some things that uh, would fall into the realm of geekdom for sure, right? She watched Battlestar with me. She loves Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. But there are some things where I have to be honest with myself. I have to look at myself and say, Justin, this is a show about Green Arrow getting his feet underneath him and maybe meeting the Flash at some point. Like, probably not. Probably this isn't going to fly. Probably mm-hmm. not. Probably doesn't need to watch my DVDs of that show, The Wizard, which was uh, about a uh, little person who invented things and mm-hmm. was rich and a genius and a toy maker. Probably would not get into that with me. Um, I mean, now and, and I really want to watch that. Now, if you want to come over and watch The Wizard, you can. But I'm saying is sometimes you feel like something can't be a part of you unless that person is sharing it with you. Like mm-hmm. you love it so much you want them to take part. That can be a little off-putting for some people because everybody's got their own their own tastes, their own things that you like. You, you, you have common ground with Star Trek. Maybe that's a place to build from. You build out from Star Trek. Hey, you want Star Trek but good? It's Battlestar Galactica. Come watch this with me. You like Whoa. Battlestar Galactica? Why don't you tune into the OC? <laughs> it's basically the same thing. It's a real good show. Seth is I, a Cylon. Just, I ruined it. Justin, I ruined it. Justin and I are thinking about doing a spinoff from a Bim Bam called Akakak, maybe. It's just the OC <laughs> three times. And we just talk about our favorite episodes. I, anyway, let us know in the comments what you think. Thanks. Rate, rate and subscribe. <laughs> I, I don't let anyone make you feel bad about anything. I mean, it's your husband, and I'm sure you... I'm sure it would be easy to like look at this one facet and for us to judge it. So I'm not going to do that. I was, but if it's something that's important to you, you should say something to him and be like, "Hey, you whether you mean to or not, you're making me feel bad about this, and that ain't cool." Am I like? I was willing to give this dude the benefit of the doubt, but like saying no, you can't go to the con. Like, is he like worried that you're like not going to come back? Like, you're going to meet some, um, I don't know, some Twi'lek there that's just going to like sweep you away well, you know griffin i'm willing to bet that it's something like seeing it as a reflection of himself in some way of like oh no please don't go to that please that'd be so embarrassing don't he, go he doesn't please have to fucking go. go that's but that's what i'm saying is i think that's what you say and be like hey listen this is a partnership and we're an us and everything but i want to go to this thing you don't have to go no one there is going to care that i'm there because everyone else there is also there so why is that embarrassing in any way i mean it's not embarrassing like it's not. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Tell that dude, like, there's nothing embarrassing about it because it's not like you're rolling up to someone's birthday party in your full out, you know, Star Wars regalia. But if you roll it to a Star Wars convention, what does it matter? I mean, you could and do I'm, that. You could put on your, your ceremonial headtails and just, like, and fucking roll up, to, roll up to this birthday party. Like, sorry, hon, you didn't, like, give me a place to, like, vent this. I bought mm-hmm. these headtails. I got to wear and, them somewhere. And I'm sorry, but. Also mentioned to your husband that the, the the Avengers was the biggest movie that the year it came out. That J.J. Abrams makes Star Trek and Star Wars movies now. Like it, the, the 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 they canceled sports. The battle's <laughs> over. 
Uh, you know, man, geek, that's a geeks shame. inherited the earth. I really wanted it's to. Over. I really wanted to watch the Packers 49ers game after this, but you're saying that yeah, it's, canceled, canceled sports, canceled it. You would think they would wait until at least until the end of the season. Nope. I think the Packers due to lack of interest. Nope. But nope. see, I don't think that's true because they like they said. You know, they said like only like six people are watching. They turned s- out everybody got concussions. They, they canceled mm-hmm. all sports, so they managed to sell out the Packers game, which isn't like especially surprising because the, that that everybody bought the seats ironically. Everyone bought the seats. No one's actually going. Yeah, no one's um, going. Like Lambeau has like every single game, so it's not super surprising. It is like negative forty degrees right now in Wisconsin. People sitting around negative forty degrees, like gotta get a high high price ticket to do that to lose to lose my gins in the cold. <laughs> the toe comes Everybody off in the to... boot. So how That's... do you? Oh God, it, it's insane. How do you do that? It's, right now uh, at the. Uh, Packers game, it's 48 to 39. Is that the score? No. Number of penises that have fallen off versus the number of butts that have fallen off. <laughs> They're just frozen off and come off. But we'll keep you updated throughout the game. Now let's go back to the Totino's halftime show starring John Madden. As- <laughs> Sorry, John Madden and his band, the Madden Knights. <laughs> hey, I'm no better at commentating than I'm at playing bass. One, two, three, let's hit it. Oh, wait, hold on. One second. <laughs> mm. He's fucking pizza rolls. <laughs> Boom, and he's on his back again, covering himself in pizza rolls. You know when I was in when I was in middle school, <laughs> I read the book All Madden by John Madden like five times. I was I still have passages of that book that I remember. You want to know how John Madden treats a sore throat? Don't even worry about it. Man. You want to know how strong he thinks LT is? Very. I just googled John Madden dead because I was. No kidding, guys. 500% sure that John Earl Madden, born April 10th, 1936, was dead as fuck. But right now it just says, uh, born, and then it says dead, question mark. Dead? End of the day, sexy geek girl, don't suppress your urges. Don't let anyone make you stop doing anything you want to do. As long as it's not hurting anyone. But devil's advocate, like... There is absolutely nothing, nothing, nothing wrong with, with these habits. But like I always say, like when we talk about this stuff, I get super uncomfortable when people like define themselves with well, it. Cause I that's, mean, that's the thing is like marriage is a partnership. Like, yes, on the one hand, you shouldn't let him make you feel bad about it. But on the other hand, like you're in a partnership with this dude. So there's got to be some level of maybe what he doesn't want to do is decorate the whole living room in a Doctor Who theme. Right. But I don't think she's... It, but I'm saying, but like, so don't go like fucking hog wild. Find a nice, even keel that the both of you are happy and comfortable with. But if you want to go to the con, go to the fucking con. Yeah, go to that con, girl. Girl, damn. We'll see you there. Let's get paid. Let's get paid. Money's good. Guys, I have a pretty fat penis, and the rest of me is pretty fat, too. And I decided that in 20 forward, I'm going to move my weight number 20 backward, by which I mean I'm going to lose 20 pounds. But I lo- wow. yeah, the problem is I like eating food that tastes good. Oh, that well, is... then there's no solution. Damn it. Uh, excuse me, maybe you haven't heard of Nature Box. Remember earlier when I was uh, eating and it was rude? Well, I was um, eating sweet potato fries that I got sent to me from the fine people at Nature Box curbing your appetite doesn't get any easier guys it's going to help you lose weight with these snacks that are shipped in a box to you monthly 
I get like 10 snacks a month. You get to choose whatever you want. They have like a crazy assortment of things you wouldn't have even considered having. But um, man alive. They are delicious. So, well, like, and here's the thing: they got the sweets covered. They got the French toast granola, like a salted the the salted caramel pretzel pops. God, I ate they, so many of those when I was in town. But Ooh. they also have like some amazing, like salty, savory shit. Because I I prefer that. I like like my chips and stuff. They've got some stuff. Oh, they have so uh, Italian bistro pretzels are very good. They have very elusive chili lime pistachios. One of these days, I'll eat those without my without my wife just like hoovering them up, shelling all. So yeah. I guarantee no matter what your tastes are, they, they've got something that you're just going to And it's all natural. There's no trans fats, no high fructose corn syrup, nothing artificial. And the best news is you can try it, if you want, for half off. You use coupon code MYBROTHER, go to naturebox.com, and use the promo code MYBROTHER. All one word. All one word. And you're going to get, like, 50% off these great snacks. So, like, my it's thing right it. now that I've been using to lose weight in 24 forward is I every time I get hungry, instead of eating, I smoke a whole cigar. Uh-huh. I've also been dipping all my food in Olestra. Uh-huh. Just because, like, I remember that th- that was on those chips for a while, and those did actually, I think, help me lose some weight. I, yeah. So, um, uh, is this so a better f- option, or? No, this is much, much better. It's all natural. But I would assume. Olestra's with your pretty fre- all natural, I think. Yeah, but with your frequent bowel movements, you're going to be missing some highlights from your favorite TV shows. And I'm sure you're pretty worried about that. <laughs> Not the really. Good I just like is, let it ride. Just like let it, let it leak. That's my 24 word. <laughs> colon. Let it leak. That's uh, the colon. Leak. By the way, colon. Not, let it leak. It's not. It is not a uh, punctuation mark. It's just my. It's my butt. The good news is there's Hulu Plus. That's going to help you catch up on all your shows that you missed. You tried Hulu.com. Everybody loves it. It's great. They had those great ads with Alex Baldwin for a while. And you probably you probably tried Hulu minus. Yeah, that's just no like good. a blank screen for a couple hours. But now uh, they've got a lot of huge JPEGs of your favorite shows <laughs> at Hulu Minus. You don't want that. You want to go to actually just a guy describing TV shows to you. Is there a Hulu? You'll never believe what happened on Doctor Who last night. Is there Hulu colon? <laughs> uh, they got SNL. They got Jimmy Kimmel Live, Shark Tank, and Scandal. And there's like every episode of shows like Lost, Law and Order, SVU, Doctor Who, and Community. And uh, they got some original stuff too. The Wrong Man's uh, Behind the Mask, which is the show Travis was watching about sports mascots. Um, and the best of all, it's only eight bucks a month. No problem. Eight bucks a month, anybody can spare that. And and it always costs eight bucks a month forever, right, Griffin? You have to pay that right up front? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, no, wait, you stupid idiot. Right now, you can try that Hulu Plus. You can get on that tip for free for two weeks. Uh, get that free two-week trial. Just go to HuluPlus.com slash my brother and, uh, and cash in. Get it. Get it. Watch it. View it. Enjoy it. Stop what you're doing right now. Breaking news. Okay. Twice a month, Chicago comedians Cody Melcher and Ranjit Suri invite a funny friend of theirs over to talk about a really weird book they've all just now, read. Now, hold on. Do they, do they broadcast these discussions, or are we just no, cluing everybody there in? is no way to listen to this, but... <laughs> no, I would say, if you are outside their window on a warm summer's day, and the breeze is in the... No, you can, you can listen to this podcast. They have people like... Uh, Dan Telfer, our our dear friend. I, I think I can guy. say that. He introduced us once. Dan Telfer. Mm-hmm. SNL's Tim Kazerinsky, uh Community's Danny Pudi. Um, they've done so many books from uh, Edgar Allan Poe's only novel to a conspiracy book about homosexuals starting the Nazi party to Twilight. Uh, it's called Tom Foolery. Nope. Tome. 
It's a, there's Sorry? a clever fucking pun like in the name of it. <laughs> well, just call me Batman. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Tomefoolery is the actual name of the actual thing. Uh, the newest episode is Children of the Matrix with Aaron Lane. Uh, so go over to Tomefoolery. That's T-O-M-E-F-O-O-L-E-R-Y dot com and uh, listen to this great show. Do you tell them we sent you and tell them they're welcome. Well, like, and apologize. You know, a tome is like a book. They didn't just like spell tomfoolery like wicked super no, wrong. Tomfoolery.com was taken, and they're like, well, well what do we throw any well, in there? Oh, if we throw any in, it's like a book thing. Anyway, check that out. They're on Facebook slash tomfoolery. They're also on iTunes. All right, I'm done. You guys do this next one. I'm done. I'm out. I'm done. This next one's for, for Justin from his brothers Travis and Griffin. Dear Justin, we're sorry for making fun of your illiteracy. Love your brothers. It's not illiterate. He's like pun illiterate. This message okay. is a special message. And it's for Pauline from uh, Brandon, who is the nice boy who lives with her. Who uh, hopefully you're aware of. Hopefully you. Oh, God. I, that raccoon's <laughs> back in the crawl space. This, uh, <laughs> this special message is coming from inside the house. And it says, <laughs> to my favorite partner, thanks for hanging out with me for almost three years. If there's a day when you haven't made me laugh, I don't remember it. Thanks for turning me on. Bim bam, and Merry Christmas or Happy New Year or Happy Valentine's Day, depending <laughs> on when the McElroy's get around to reading this. Nice. Burned. Yeah, that's painful and accurate. I, I yeah. will need some salve for the burn you yeah, just laid down. That severe burn. Uh, Brandon, sorry we said that you were a monster living in Pauline's mirrors <laughs> that only hops out when she turns her back. <laughs> we are sorry about that, that I just said. And uh, we hope you guys have a great holiday. Great Hanukkah. Together. Happy Hanukkah. What, what, <laughs> happy Christmas, you guys. Breaking news. January is one of the biggest months ever for the MaximumFun.org network. We're launching four new shows. Yes, four. Four new shows. So much stuff to listen to. The first new Max Fun show is Oh No, Ross and Carrie. They join fringe religious groups, undergo alternative medicine treatments, and investigate the paranormal all so you don't have to. Your new late-night best friends are Jasper Red and Kimberly Clark, and their new Max Fun show is called The Goose Down, not to be missed. Also coming to Max Fun in January, Song Exploder. It's a podcast that talks to musicians about their songs and deconstructs how they were put together. And our fourth new show is Lady to Lady, a weekly talk show with Tess Barker, Brandy Posey, and Barbara Gray. It's like The View, if The View was a good thing. And one final announcement, Dave Holmes, the great Dave Holmes from television, is joining the network as the new host of our funny as heck international quiz show, International Waters. It's going to be a great year for Maximum Fun. You can check out all our new shows at MaximumFun.org or wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, here's another question. Uh, now how about a Yahoo? Yeah, any sure. Yahoo's lying around? Yeah, I got a Yahoo. This one was sent in by John Williams. Thanks, John. It's by Yahoo Answers user Ben, who asks, <clears throat> what bear is best and why? God, don't get me started. What bear is best and why? It lists black bear, grizzly, and why? Well, let's take these one at a time. And black bear, official bear, official animal of West Virginia. Pretty great. Mm-hmm. Pretty hard to beat. You know what he loves? What? He loves berries. That's not a, that's not a pun or a play on words. Like, that, that motherfucker... Do love him some berries. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, grizzly. Like Grizzly Adams. Uh, I think like the bear. 
No, like Grizzly Adams. I think they're asking about bears, so. Oh. Well, okay. Grizzly Adams was like a bear of a man. Uh, we're getting into semantics. I don't think we should. Uh, and why do you think so? So, like, this person only listed just the two bears. I don't know if they want us to decide between black bear and grizzly, because that's a pretty easy one, black bear. Mm-hmm. Um, My favorite yeah. kind of bear is uh, poo bears. Ah, Because, like me, we both enjoy smack rolls of honey. Travis is trying to take us back to the days of Christopher Robin and Pooh. The great yeah, thing the about doesn't know what black do. bears Got a honey versus nose. <laughs> it's the great thing about <laughs> Travis is only singing this song because he knows it makes me cry every time. <laughs> they, if you can't they did this to me before. Please don't. I'm serious. I'll cry. Uh, they did this to me before Griffin's wedding. <laughs> and then everybody thought I was crying about happiness. Count the bees. Chase all the clouds from the sky. Chase the clouds away. And now it's no longer fair use. Hold on. It's not fair use anymore. It was fair use up until the bees. They had a good run. I think the good thing about black bears versus grizzly bears is that black bear didn't eat grizzly man. That's true. Mm-hmm. And grizzly bears are going to have a hard time getting that one off their record. It's right there in the name. Um, I like the pol- I like a polar bear. They're pretty good, I guess. In those, their hair, yeah, it, their I saw hair polar is in white. Zoo. It was sweet. There's no their hair color. is in white. It it's translucent. Um, I mean, if we're not, if we're done with jokes for a bit, I'm a big sun bear fan. Those guys with their like long long claws and their little faces. Ugh. I, I also like the Kodiak because it's like ten feet tall. That's a pretty horrifying bear. Is that the bear that was in that movie with? Uh, um, oh God! You know where they're like on the river, and they're mm-hmm. like, there's a bear that just like won't leave them the fuck alone, and they eat that dude from Lost. They don't mm-hmm. eat it. Sorry, 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 man. This story, guys, is getting away from me. There's a bear that eats the guy from Lost. Uh, Michael eats Michael from Lost, and then there's that older guy. And then I want to say, anyway. Um, <laughs> wow, when you said we were done with jokes, you meant for the whole show. I need to remember like, the name of either of the actors in The Edge. I it, It's Alec Baldwin and Anthony Hopkins. You couldn't um, fucking I, help a brother. You couldn't fucking step in and be like, mm, let me get this for you. Mm. I already. You were doing so well by yourself. I like a koala bear because it's not a bear. And that's got to be awkward. Mm-hmm. We, it's a Marmaduke. We can do this for... For hours and hours and hours, and like we'll have a great time doing that, and like so will the listeners. I think we need to like come up with some metrics. I think we need to like boil it down to who who would win in a fight. Okay, so we have to eliminate human bears, bear grills, mm-hmm. grizzly Adams. Yeah, because the sorry, like bear grills, Kodiak Jack, bear grills is okay, but kangaroo Jack, kangaroo is a type of bear. Now, would gentle Ben be eliminated just by the fact that he's so gentle? He's too not going to win in too any gentle. Fights. Are we looking for a species of bear that is the most dangerous? Let's sit. Let's sit here, and let's each come up with a bear represent an ursine representative mm-hmm. that we can then see pit against each other, and we'll like we'll we'll role play it out. We'll do a bit of bear role playing, and then uh, we'll see we'll see who comes out the victor. Okay, I ha- I know what mine is. Like, I I sort of came prepared. Okay, what's your bear? I mean, I don't want to say mine first, because then what if you, like, figure out the strength level, the power level of my mm-hmm. bear? Mm-hmm. You quantify What if we've it. already named okay, all the bears I've got, right I've got mine. I've got mine. Travis has his. Justin, you need a minute? Okay. Just our species or a specific bear? A bear. The most powerful bear. Okay. 
you guys go first. Okay, Travis? Wait, I, did, I need to hear your bear. Now, should we say our bears at the same time? Yeah. All right, I'll say, I'll say my bear, and then you say yours right after, so you don't have time to, like, like change. Okay. change. Okay. okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. Ursa Major. <sighs> Teddy Ruxpin. Okay, so Teddy Ruxpin is flung into one of the many stars that compose... Ursa Major and his brother. Listen, to I death. knew as soon as you said it, Griffin, but we specifically said no cheating, so I wasn't going to deviate from my previous. Is, is it course. cheating, or is it the most powerful bear that there is? Because it's celestial. I feel like yeah, the rules. I, would say I feel so. like the rules are pretty clear about what we were looking for. So, we what's were, the best kind of bear? Star bear. Yeah, star bear can't really beat that. Star bear is the best. Justin, I guess you have a pretty good opportunity here to think of what beats a bunch of stars. It's one star. It's one star. Ursa Major is one star. I think it's a bunch ah. of stars. No, it's one. It's the North Star. It's not the North Star. Hachi Machi. It, I'm almost certain it's the North not. Star. It is most certainly not. It's in all the ancient texts. <laughs> Let me get out my astrolabe. Prove both you fucks wrong. Oh, yeah. I got, guys, I'm looking at my labe right now. It's a bunch of stars. It's a bunch of stars. It's like six, it's like six to eight stars. Okay, I have... <laughs> I have Depending on the season. Beat. I have something that can beat your bear. My bear is a, a one to eight stars. So let's see what you got, Hotshot. <laughs> All right. How about the brightest star in the Hanna-Barbera galaxy, <laughs> Mr. Yogi Bear? <laughs> hey, boo-boo. That one isn't hey, even, boo-boo. like, especially outside the box. Hey, boo-boo boy. I certainly hey, like picnic baskets. Here's the thing about Yogi Bear okay. that you don't, you didn't think he about. He eats stars for power. <laughs> he is, the, he is Galactus. <laughs> he is Yogi Bear, system killer. Yogi Bear, star eater. He is something that you don't know about Yogi Bear is that he's 56 years old. No bear has ever been that old, so we have to assume that Yogi Bear is immortal. Okay. So mm-hmm. from that, like, if you were to extend that out, then even stars burn out. But Yogi Bear's presence... Yogi Bear will be there after the star has winked out of existence. Yeah, the stars wink out of existence, and who still stands strong? I don't care how many movies they throw at him. Yogi Bear, still. Okay, if ours... Okay, so the, but the fact that, that Teddy Ruxpin is an android doesn't come into effect here Burned, at all. burned. There's not an android that you can throw into a star that's gonna, like, survive that shit. Just can't happen. There's no substance that it's certainly not... Teddy Ruxpin, whatever he's made of, felt burned to death. Justin has a pretty good argument, actually, with this eternal cartoon bear. <clears throat> Thank you. Which is Travis. funny, because I feel like this is a rock, paper, scissors thing, because I feel like Cyborg Bear could beat Yogi Bear. <sighs> this is the new rock, paper, scissors, is what you're saying. We need to put some brand yeah. on this. Ursa, is, wait, Ursa Major, not, Teddy Ruxpin, Yogi I actually bear. have a problem with what Travis is saying, because much like uh, like uh, the legend of some people and like characters from history will outlive them. Even if he killed Yogi Bear, Yogi Bear, if he struck Yogi Bear down, so I'm saying he would arise more powerful than, than your cyborg bear could possibly imagine. Mainly because your cyborg bear doesn't have a soul, which if there's one thing Yogi Bear certainly does, it's a lot of heart. Okay, let me pitch this situation. Um, one of the stars up in Arsa Major uh-huh. goes rogue. Yes. Like in that, um, like in that Lars von Trier movie, that the name of which escapes me, Rogue Star. Rogue Star. I think it was a planet in that movie. I think it was called like Super Armageddon. Super Sadness. Okay. Um. This 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 star 
comes flung from Ursa Major, travels at the speed of light, destroys our solar system. Just consu- mm-hmm. just burns it all up. Um, burns up every Teddy Ruxpin doll that was ever produced. Burns up all the celluloid and every person that ever watched an episode of, of Yogi Bear. It burns up Hanna-Barbera Land um, in, in Kings Island. Just, like, destroys the whole thing. And there's, like, nobody left to, like, carry on these two legacies. Okay. Let me counterpoint. Okay. As that's happening, Teddy Ruxpin learns to forgive and thereby wins a moral victory. But Teddy Ruxpin has been evaporated. Teddy Ruxpin, yes, would all- yes, but he was, a, he was able to forgive Ursa Major, and so he, he is the victor in the confrontation. We've been, we, the problem is we've been broadcasting Yogi Bear cartoons for over 50 years now. They've beamed up in Yo, every the direction. fucking Ruxpin, radio broadcast. Ruxpin had a cartoon. Yes, Ruxpin exactly. had a cartoon. Okay. Yeah, but, but, they, uh, but they were predated by, like, I'm saying by the time Yogi Bear reaches Beetlejuice the planet, the, those, no, sorry, yes, it's a planet. No, not? it's yeah, super, planet. super not. Okay, one of the planets around Beetlejuice, you know what I'm saying. Thank you. So once once the broadcast from Yogi Bear hits them, it's the mm-hmm. only message they've ever received. They think of Yogi Bear as a deity. <laughs> so by the time your Teddy Ruxpin signal arrives at the planet near Beetlejuice, oh my God. he will seem the bear antichrist. There will be- he will be a heretic, is what I'm saying. <laughs> there will be a splinter group. False bear! Be- False bear! There will be a splinter group of Beetlejuicians that right. adopt him as their god. There's a horrible, mm. horrible civil war that breaks out on this bit. <laughs> oh no, what's that in the sky? It's Ursa Major's <laughs> butt star. <laughs> I win again, motherfuckers. 2-0. 2 0 Do you think, do you think they, they burn that? Wait, so the stars become sentient and is seeking out any remnants <laughs> of Yogi Bear's <laughs> in the galaxy. <laughs> This is how the universe ends. Not the with a problem, not with a bang, but is, with a boo. The problem is that by the time that the Beetlejuice planet has already like adopted Yogi Bear as his personal savior, yeah. they've already built a giant picnic basket shaped communications tower where they've started beaming out the message, the word. Mm-hmm. Uh, the to all the other galaxies, you will never, you can't stop the signal. You will never catch the myth of Yogi Bear. It's moving at light speed in every direction of the galaxy. There's no way that it can be caught, except by the ranger. The only thing you could do, maybe, I would grant you this, Griffin, and this is more than I should do for you <laughs> because you have not earned this. But the only thing that you're uh, sentient star could do, or sorry, your sentient collection of stars, is if one of them were to volunteer to collapse, and mm-hmm. in doing so, perhaps create some sort of possibility of time travel that would allow them to go back in time and kill William Hanna and Joseph Lovett. <laughs> so one of the wait, so one of the stars collapses, allowing right. the other stars to go back through so, to uh, kill so, Hannah uh, and or Hannah and Barbara. One day. While, while beginning to do the sketches that would first... Hey, I have an idea. This is Tell my favorite Doctor Who episode. Tell me about your idea, Hannah. Oh, uh, man. It's totally sick. What if there's, like, Jellystone Park? There's, like, a bear. <laughs> Loving super it. hungry. Got a little friend. Ranger's kind of a he's kinda like He's kind of like Ed Norton on the Honeymooners. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think that's great. And I, I can I tell you how much I love this open office space that we have with the skylight? <laughs> hey, look up through the skylight. There's a singularity <laughs> in the clouds. 25, in here. 25 stars come storming in like, what's up? <laughs> Heretic. Now, here's the problem, though. Shit. 
one of the stars has to agree to collapse, and you know how stars are. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. They are not going to be thinking big picture. No. They're going to think, well, not me. So you know what happens. What about, what about Daryl the star? 24. Maybe he could collapse. He's the last one to join up in the constellation. Lots of people don't even count. Without Daryl, it's just a bear with a shorter tail. 25 of the other stars murder one of the other stars, and that is where sin came from. That's original sin. When you read about original sin in the Bible, that's what it's talking about. That's amazing. I am glad that we were able to really play out this whole scenario. I do not know who won. I think it was mine because I killed still not, killed Hannah Barbera. Still, still not as weird as Scientology, though. No, nope. which nope. is surprising. Uh, Man, I mean, do we, we do did that question? for we're like gonna... thirty minutes. Where do you go from there? I think we have to stop. Uh, let's do. Let's do one more. Of... Let's do one more reg- regular question. Okay. I'm getting married within weeks, and I want to make my wedding night a special one for my soon-to-be husband. I'm not interested in making it a hypersexual experience. I want to do something more interesting. Any ideas? Yogi Bear cosplay. Yogi Bear cosplay. That sounds pretty hypersexual to me. How, how like, oh man, do you think this person has like gone through systematically the extreme restraints library, the the extreme restraints catalog, and has exhausted every product on there? Like, ah, sex is just so passe for me. Well, maybe she's not. Maybe she, does, she doesn't want it to be all about sex. Maybe she wants to be get about like the emotional magic of like now we are one, now we are bonded, now we are forever in love. Anything that you do, you are gonna run the risk of making him feel guilty that he did not also do something. If you put together like a photo collage of like your greatest moments, all your greatest hits, then he's gonna just look around the room and be like, "I got you hotel soap." <laughs> I got this for you. A special reminds me of, remember that hotel we stayed at? That one time the night we got married? I saved the soap. Oh, that <laughs> is an tonight? excellent point. No matter what, get a hotel room. Even if you're like getting married next door to your house, get a hotel room. Do not go home. Yeah, don't go home. That will make it special. Location is important. So find a place where you can maybe get a, maybe get a nice suite. Don't make it mm-hmm. about don't make it about sex. Make it about relaxing. Yeah. Get a suite with, get a suite with like a nice jacuzzi tub in it, and get some uh, order comic some books. fancy cocktails. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Get a gravy. Get a gravy hose, and then if you do decide mm-hmm. to turn to turn up the sex, then you have that just like on hand. Right. You got the gravy already there. You can do a gravy in the jacuzzi bath. Turn on the jets. Get gravy jets, mm-hmm. and then just see where the mood takes you. I can tell you where the mood's going to take you when there's gravy jets in play. The Golden Corral. To, right to the Golden Corral. <laughs> right to Golden Corral. Uh, get a nice room. Make it about relaxing together because you guys are going to be so exhausted. You just planned a wedding. You just met yeah. everybody you've ever known. Like, and they've all seen, you know, told you how happy they were for you. That's emotionally exhausting. Just make it like a nice relaxing time. Make I mean, Teresa and I wrapped up in robes and watched like HGTV while we ate chocolate covered strawberries and drank champagne. Perfect. Like, and then you, yeah. and then you, and then you had sex. I don't boomed. want to talk about we this. Boomed. Did you not, I Justin? Did you not like express yourself sexually? I after? would rather talk about anything, including Darfur. It, it's there's a, there's a you have to like have a conceptual release and like a, a consensual phys- release, a consensual release, and a physical release. You have to have three different releases on your wedding night because it's like symbolic and it's like. And a press release. It's like love. Mm-hmm. Well, you do that the next morning when your aunt is like, so, how was it? <laughs> Dateline. I had sex. <laughs> Breaking over the wire. Last night, Jim Parsons had sex. 
<laughs> I didn't mean to summon up the star of Big Bang yeah, Theory. Jesus. I know he's. A... I've got a big. I've got a Big Bang Theory. He had sex last night. <laughs> uh, guys, this has been a, a very enjoyable time that I've enjoyed having with you until Griffin tried to goad us into talking about sex. Uh, Not. Se- I don't want to hear about like your sex lives. I just want to know. Sex day. I just want to know that you day. you indulged in the carnal the 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 carnal release. Does it make it easier to talk about when we say carnal release? I think Justin is dead, <laughs> so I I don't think it made it much easier. You guys were breaking up for a bit, but now you're back. We're talking about carnal release. Uh, I don't want to do that now. Okay, we do I have a lot to talk about though, so let's let's wrap it up like one would before they have sex. Uh, gross. Um, thank you to everybody tweeting about the show. Uh, Why say full- sex gross? What? No, it's just talking about sex with you guys is gross. Mm. It makes me sad. Um, thanks to everybody tweeting about the show, like, uh, Adam, Steve Lewis, uh, Garnet Brule, Ryan Miller, Scratchy TK, Armaline, uh, Byron Wesley Chan, Harkey of Fair Eyes, Sean McNally, Nanners, uh, James Galbraith. Uh, thank you so much for, uh, for tweeting about our show. If you want to tweet about us and tell everybody that you're listening to our show, then um, you could tweet using the Mabimbam hashtag and include a link to our sampler, why don't you? Bit.ly forward slash it's Mabimbam or bit.ly forward slash Mabimbam 2013. Uh, also, thanks to everybody who sent in questions this week. Um, if you would like to send a question, if you have a, a pressing query for the Brothers McElroy, you can send it to mbmbam at gmail.com or mbmbam at max, maximumfun.com. Nope. You fucked maximumfun.org. up. Maximumfun.org. Yep. Fuck. Um, uh, uh, Yahoo Answers, we, we do accept those. Like every Yahoo Answers I read at this point are user submitted and they're so great. And um, thank everybody. Thank you. Thank you for sending those in. Um, well is drying up a bit. So, um, now is the perfect time to submit those. Just shoot them to, to either of those email addresses. And uh, I, I read every one, and I peruse them. Um, so, yeah, send them in. I might get them on the show. Um, again, please keep them out of, like, scatological or incestual territories. Unless they're, like, kind of, if it's fun, if there's, like, if it's, like, fun scat. Fun, like, fun cest. Um, yeah, like, if it's just, like, trying to be gross, like, I don't, homie don't play that. Um. <laughs> otherwise otherwise it's good to go and thank you for sending those in and um god there's a lot of things to talk about uh thank you to john roderick in the long winters for the use of our theme song it's a departure which is on the album putting the days to bed it's a terrific album i was just listening to um uh john roderick and, and jonathan colton's christmas album which is which is similarly great we don't have a theme song off that album but it's it's good too also, make sure uh, you listen to all the other Maximum Fun podcasts. We just got uh, five brand new, uh, four brand new shows and one brand new host. Um, they're so great. What have you guys been? They're all really great. I, I was um, redoing my office uh, last week and I listened to listen to all of them. Like, um, I wouldn't recommend all of them, but especially I really liked uh, Song Exploder, which is mm-hmm. a, very good. Which is a very very brief. I think it's like eleven minutes. Uh, podcast uh, where they take songs apart and talk about how they made them. Uh, I also really like the Goose Down. is is super super funny. Um, so check them. And I haven't got a chance. Um, 
is it Ono, Ross, and Kerry? Ono, Ross, and Kerry is another good one where they talk about um, the concept of it. To me, I haven't got a chance to listen to it yet, but it looks fascinating. I can't wait to listen. You would like it. They, it's it's almost like a mix of like Sawbones and in, in case of emergency. It's yeah. They explore like fringe science and religious groups, and they join cults and everything. It sounds really cool. Yeah, they're all really good. Check them all out. This week, I've also been listening to myself on Wham Bam Pow with Cameron Esposito, Rhea Butcher, and Ricky Caramona, also of the Maximum Fun family. So make sure you check it out. I'm super great on the episode, you guys. So check it out. It's this week's episode. Don't miss it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you so much for listening to our program. We hope you'll uh, join us again next week for another episode. Oh, also, I just remembered, if you're in the Cincinnati area, I'm going to be in Hamlet at the Cincinnati Shakespeare Company. Dr. Plug's over here. Well, listen, I'm doing a lot of cool things. A lot of big stuff happening for Travis Magray. 2014, looking pretty good so far. Um, but yeah, go to sensyshakes.com and you can get all the info and come see me in Hamlet. And I'm awesome. He plays Hamlet. I don't. I play Laertes. But I get to, I will, no spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> he gets stabbed in the tummy, doesn't he? I said no spoilers. Okay. Uh, we also want to thank naturebox.com where you can order great tasting, healthy snacks. Snack smarter in 24 word. You're ready and get 50% off your first order. Go to naturebox.com and use the coupon code MYBROTHER, all one word. Uh, also, thanks to Hulu Plus, uh, where you can binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. Uh, and you can get that free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to huluplus.com forward slash MYBROTHER. All one word, my brother. You sure it's a forward slash? Yes, Griffin, it's a forward slash. Okay. I just, forward you're not, you're not like hip like html it's a forward it's a you, griffin you give a us the last question not a console last question. console cowboy in cyberspace last question sure thanks swordfish <laughs> um this yahoo answer is sent in by drew davenport thank you drew it's by yahoo answers user dilaka who asks how is your father is he good <laughs> i'm justin mcelroy i'm travis mcelroy i'm griffin mcelroy This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported. Hello, my name is Graham Clark. And my name is Dave Shumka. Together we host a show called Stop Podcasting Yourself. We're from Canada. Oh, whoa, whoa. Don't, so don't hang up. No, don't hang up. <laughs> and every week we're uh, lucky enough to be joined by a, a guest, sometimes a comedian, or sometimes just somebody that we like. And uh, somebody probably you've never heard of. Mm-hmm. And but uh, trust us. <laughs> if you followed us this far into the promo, just try it out. Please. <laughs> Do we sound too desperate? (laughs) Stop podcasting yourself on MaximumFun.org.